Hi everyone, Caitlin Rose Kenny here with Yoga Sesh Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. This class is a special class that I designed for caregivers. Now, we're all caregivers at different points in our lives when we're offering love and support to friends or family. And some of us are caregivers in our daily jobs. So if you're in a medical field, if you're a counselor or a therapist, if you're a healer, that includes being a yoga teacher, or if you're a parent, this class is going to be especially relevant to you. So let's come on to the mat, and I recommend that you have a block for this practice. It's not essential, but there's some hand positions that I'm going to refer to with a block, and you'll like having one if you've got one handy. Come into child's pose. Bring your big toes together and take your knees wide until you feel a little stretch across your inner thighs. Walk your hands forward, rest your forehead. And once you get into child's pose, just rest your body. Relax your elbows, relax your shoulders. Soften the features of your face. One of the ways I've made this practice relevant for caregivers is that it stimulates the heart meridian line. And your heart meridian has three branches. And the one that I'm particularly interested in today is the branch that goes from your heart, the organ itself, along your collarbones and shoulders, down the inner seams of your arms, and this branch ends in your pinky fingers. And the reason this branch of the heart meridian is so important for caregivers is that we want this pathway to be really clear and really open so that the intentions that are in our heart can be conveyed accurately through our hands to the people that we love or the people that we care for. So this practice you'll notice is going to stimulate that meridian line with some unique positions for the hands, the wrists, and the front of the shoulders. Take a deep breath in here. Fill your belly, fill your chest, pause at the top, and allow an open mouth exhale. Release your breath. You'll stay in child's pose, but take a variation. Start to walk your hands over to the left. You'll probably walk your hands right off of the mat and adjust your forehead as needed until you feel a stretch in your right side body. Then stack your left hand on top of your right. That way it can't slip or move anywhere. And breathe into the right side of your lungs. Feel the stretch from your right hip to your armpit and your armpit to your pinky finger. Walk your hands now through the center and over to the other side until you feel the stretch coming along your left side body. Anchor your left hip back and put your right palm on top of your left. Your breath is naturally going to find the left side of your lungs here and allow for every inhale to stretch the entire left side body, including the spaces between your ribs. And as we stretch open 
the tissues around the lungs at the beginning of this practice, it will help us breathe more deeply, not only during this yoga practice, but throughout the entire rest of the day. Walk your hands back through the center and ease forward into a tabletop, hands and knees. In tabletop, spin your hands around so that your forefingers are pointing towards your knees and your thumbs are pointing to the outer edges of your mat. Tuck your toes under and we'll take cow-cats from here. Arch your spine, let your belly drop, lift your gaze and open your throat. Exhale, draw your chin towards your chest, tuck your tail and round your spine. Inhale, come back to an arch spine, tilt your sit bones high, lift your gaze. Exhale, round your back, push your palms down and your knees down. Two more times in each direction. Inhale, arch your spine, cow pose. Exhale, round your spine, cat pose. Inhale to a neutral spine and carefully flip your hands back around to the normal direction. Bring your hands a palm print forward of where they are now and lift your hips into downward facing dog, Adho Mukha Svanasana. You can bring in just a little bit of movement in down dog, stretch open each calf. You might let your hips knock side to side or pulse your chest back. Now from down dog, lift your heels up high, draw your chin towards your chest and start to round your back like you do in cat pose until your shoulders can come forward over your wrists and arrive in a plank pose. Pull your gaze forward along the earth in front of you. Then lift your hips up and back, downward facing dog. We'll do two more of these ripples. Lift your heels, tuck your chin, lead with the back of your heart as you round your spine to come forward to plank and then unfurl your chin and your gaze forward. Down dog as you exhale. One more time, inhale, lift your heels, tuck your chin, look at your navel as you transition, and then arrive, shoulders over wrists, gaze pulls forward. Downward facing dog, exhale. Walk your hands back towards your feet until you're in Uttanasana at the back of your mat. Make sure that your feet are at least hip width and soften your knees. You can sway a little bit side to side to feel the release and relief in your low back. Nod your head yes and no, and let go of the tension that you carry in your neck. Halfway lift as you inhale, pull your hands to your shins. Put your hands on your hips here and exhale, squeeze your elbows behind your back. Ground your feet, inhale, come all the way up to standing. Exhale, release your hands by your sides. Inhale, breathe your hands overhead. Now slip your right wrist behind your left and turn your palms to face each other. Bend your elbows a little bit so you have what I call genie arms. With your elbows bent, try to pull your biceps back. Now ground your feet, get taller, and start to reach your fingertips up towards the sky. Move your elbows towards straight. As your elbows extend, soften your shoulders down from your ears. Feel your ribs lifting out of your hips. Slowly release the compression of your palms and push your hands down through the air to bring your arms by your sides. Inhale, breathe your hands overhead again. This time, left wrist behind your right. 
Soften your elbows, turn your palms to face each other, press your hands together. Reground your feet, tone your legs, lift your chest, lift your arms, reach your fingertips towards the sky. Squeeze your elbows towards straight without the need to get your elbows perfectly straight. Soften your shoulders from your ears and soften your eyes, your gaze. Release this grip and release your hands down by your sides. Take a few shoulder shrugs, maybe a neck roll. Release tension from the upper body. Inhale, breathe both hands overhead, palms touch, lift your gaze. Exhale, hinge at your hips, forward bend all the way down to Uttanasana. Halfway lift as you inhale, forward fold, exhale. Keep your feet hip width, grab a block if you have it, and place the block between your upper inner thighs. Then bend your knees so that you can brush your middle fingers along the mat, and inhale, sit into chair pose, Utkatasana, pull your biceps up by your ears. If you have the block, squeeze the block with your inner legs and shift the weight back into your heels so that your toes can lift and spread. Widen your sitting bones behind you to sit lower and draw your low belly up so it feels like your tail has tucked down between your sitting bones. Extend through your fingertips. Welcome the heat that's coming into your body. Take one more deep breath here. Forward fold as you exhale, send your hips up, bring your hands to the mat. If you've got the block, pull the block out, set it to the side. Walk your hands out to downward facing dog and then to plank pose. Plank poses, I'm gonna ask that you do knees, chest, and chin instead of the high plank all the way down. We're gonna have a softer, more lunar practice so that we can stay grounded and focus on taking care of ourselves so that we can take care of others in the future. So from your plank, you'll set your knees on the mat, look forward, shift forward, bend your elbows slowly so that your chest and your chin can land lightly on the mat. Your booty sticks up a little bit during this transition. Once your chest and your chin come down, slither forward and brush your toes back, push the tops of your feet down, inhale to cobra pose. Exhale, soften your forehead to the mat. And then for a reverse knees, chest, and chin, it looks kind of like you go through a child's pose with the toes tucked into your down dog. So try it. Go ahead and tuck your toes, ground your hands, and tilt your sit bones up as you push your hips back towards your heels into a quasi-child's pose, and then ground your feet to lift your hips up into a downward facing dog. And I've got that move on my Instagram in case you want to look it up and see what it looks like. Take a couple of deep breaths in downward facing dog. From downward facing dog, ground the inner seams of your hands and as your hands ground, feel your right leg get light and brush your right leg up into three leg dog. On your exhale, right knee to right armpit. Inhale, right leg high up and back. Exhale, step through to a lunge, place your foot in the center between your thumbs and spin your back heel down for warrior two base. Inhale, open up to Virabhadrasana B. Gaze off over your right fingertips, deepen into your warrior two. We'll do a form of warrior two called dancing warrior two. It's a breath to movement flow. As you inhale, take reverse warrior, lift your gaze up as your right hand brushes over your head. 
And then exhale, bring right elbow to right thigh, sweep your left hand over your head, extended side angle for a moment. Inhale, back to reverse warrior. Exhale, right elbow to thigh, left hand sweeps over your head. Two more times. Inhale, reverse, keep the depth in your front knee. Exhale, sweep left hand over. Last time, inhale, reverse warrior. Exhale, extended side angle. Breathe here for an extra breath. Push the pinky toe side of your left foot down and make an immense line of stretching from your left foot to your left fingers. Ground your feet. Inhale, warrior two. Straighten your right knee and turn your right toes towards the long side of your mat. Preparation for a wide leg forward fold. Interlace your hands behind your back, chest expansion. Reach your knuckles down, lift your gaze, brighten your chest, and hinge at your hips. Take a wide leg forward fold, Prasaratapadottanasana. Lift your arms way off of your back. Try this, bend your knees, push the four corners of your feet down. Notice how that tones your leg muscles. And then through toning your leg muscles, start to lift your hips a little bit higher. Maybe your knees go towards straight. Maybe they stay bent in this forward fold. One more breath. And soften your elbows. Release your hands down to the mat. Halfway lift as you inhale. Spin over your left shoulder so you're taking a lunge at the back of your mat. And we'll consciously place the feet for warrior two. So make sure your left foot is in the center between your thumbs. Spin your right heel down so your right toes are now pointing the long side of the mat. Inhale, open up Virabhadrasana B, this time with your left knee bent. Gaze over your left fingertips. Immediately find depth in the posture. Ground your feet and move your femur bones away from your hips. Dancing warrior two, inhale, reverse warrior. Lift your gaze to your left fingers. Exhale, extended side angle, left elbow to thigh, right hand sweeps up and over. Inhale, reverse, and you can let your arms and your hands flow with the breath. Exhale, extended side angle. Inhale, reverse. Exhale, elbow to thigh. Last time, inhale, reverse warrior. Exhale, extended side angle, and we'll hold Parjvakanasana. Push the pinky toe side of your right foot down. Feel your arch lift in the foot, and then as the arch lifts, the whole inner seam of your right leg presses upwards. Stretch your right side by reaching out through your right fingertips. Warrior two, inhale, lift your chest. Then exhale, cartwheel your hands down to the back of your mat so your palms are framing your left foot. Inhale, plank, pull your left foot back. Look forward, set your knees down, and slowly lower, knees, chest, and chin. Slither forward, and this time we'll do something different than cobra. Interlace your hands behind your back in preparation for Shalabhasana. Shalabhasana, you can ground your feet into the mat if your low back is sensitive. Otherwise, you can lift your legs, and that will strengthen the lower spine a little bit more. On your inhale breath, lift your chest, lift your arms, reach your knuckles backwards behind you, and it's optional to lift your legs. Two breath cycles here. 
If you are lifting your legs, try to straighten through your knees, spread your toes, and roll your inner thighs up. Exhale, soften down to your mat to release and switch the grip of your hands so your other index finger is on top. Rise again to Shalabhasana, inhale. This time we'll add a little bit more chest opening. Start to pull on your right hand with your left and lean a little bit to the left so the right side of your chest gets dragged open. Then shift back through the center. Pull on your left hand with your right. Open the left side of your chest back. And back to the center, inhale, rise higher. Exhale, lower to your mat. Prepare to get to down dog through a reverse knees, chest, and chin. Tuck your toes, push your palms into the mat and push your hips back towards your heels and then sneak up into downward facing dog. Can pedal a little bit here in down dog. Three long breath cycles. Down dogs, grip your fingertips and feel the center of your palms lifting up, toning away from the mat. Slowly stretch your right leg up behind you into a three-leg dog. Yes, your right leg. Right knee to right armpit, exhale. Inhale, stretch your right leg up behind you. Exhale, step through. Put your foot in the center between your thumbs. Make sure ankles below knee, then spin your back heel down, warrior two, as you inhale. We're gonna do something similar, but a little bit different here. So drop into warrior two. Inhale, reverse warrior. Now, as you exhale, we're gonna go part way to triangle. Pull your right hip crease back and under. Start to straighten your right knee and reach your right hand out past the top of your mat so that you're lengthening your right side. And then inhale, reverse warrior. So you don't even get into triangle. It's just part way there. Exhale, pull right hip crease back. Reach out through your right hand. Turn your right palm up. Get extra length on the right side body. Inhale, reverse warrior. Bend your right knee. Exhale, part way to triangle. Straighten your right knee. Reach out past the top of the mat. One more time. Inhale, reverse warrior. Exhale, reach out to triangle pose, and this time you'll bring your right hand down to your shin or the block, and reach your left hand straight up to the sky. Imagine that your left palm is pushing into a wall, and as you press your palm into the wall, you can roll the left side of your chest back more, as if your sternum wanted to turn up towards the light above you. Ground both of your feet and feel your thigh muscles tone and pull up your legs. Ground your feet, inhale, come out of triangle pose, lift your chest. From here, turn your right toes towards the long side of your mat. And then pivot both of your heels in, which makes your toes point out. Sweep your hands over your head, palms touch, and then bend both knees, come into temple pose, also known as goddess pose or horse pose. Pull your hands in front of your heart. You can shift your weight a little bit side to side here. Find more opening in the inner legs. Lift and spread your toes. Feel the arches of your feet draw up. 
Now as you inhale, sweep both hands overhead, palms touch. Exhale, pull your hands down your midline, let the breath out. Three more breaths here, inhale, sweep your arms wide and up, keep your knees nice and bent. Exhale, pull your hands down through heart center. Inhale, expand your lungs on all sides, palms touch. Exhale, pull your hands down. One more time, inhale, sweep up. Exhale, sit low. Five-pointed star is your release. Inhale, lift your gaze, straighten your knees, reach your hands to the sky. Now look down at your left foot, and as you exhale, bring your hands down onto the mat so that you're turning towards a lunge with your hands on either side of your left foot. We'll consciously place the feet for warrior two with the hands down. Spin your right heel down so your right toes are pointing to the long side of the mat and your left toes are pointing to the top of your mat. Inhale, warrior two, open up. And exhale, drop in deeper to warrior two. That flow between reverse warrior and triangle. Inhale, take it to reverse. Exhale, initiate triangle by pulling your left hip crease under. That will lengthen the hamstring and reach your left hand out past the top of your mat. Inhale into reverse warrior, bend your left knee. Exhale, slide and glide to triangle. Try turning your left palm up to get more length. Inhale, reverse warrior. Exhale, reach out towards triangle, lengthen the left side. Last time, inhale, reverse warrior. Exhale to triangle, and after you've got maximum length on your left side, left hand down to your shin, right hand up to the sky. Spread the fingers on your right hand. Imagine that your right palm is pushing into a wall. Roll the right side of your chest back. Have a sensation of your inner body rolling to your outer body. Tuck your left sit bone underneath you. Ground down through your feet and you're coming back up to release. Inhale, lift your chest. Exhale, bend your left knee and cartwheel your hands to the mat. Inhale, come to plank pose. Set your knees down, look forward, knees, chest and chin, lower slowly. And inhale into a cobra pose. Maybe this cobra is a little bit higher than the previous back bends. Exhale, soften your chest to your mat, tuck your toes, push your hips to your heels and stretch into downward facing dog. Three breaths in downward facing dog. From downward facing dog, Bring your big toes to touch. Lift your heels and bend your knees. And step or hop your feet forward to the top of your mat. Inhale, halfway lift. Exhale, forward fold. Come up to standing. Inhale, breathe your arms wide. Extend through the crown of your head. Urdhva Hastasana, palms touch overhead. Exhale, hands to heart center. Take your feet hip width if they aren't and soften your knees so that they're a little bit bent. Shift the weight over into your left foot and lift your right heel up so you're just on the ball of the foot. And strengthen your left leg and flex your right toes off of the mat 
so that you're pulling all five toes back towards your shin and stabilizing your ankle and your knee. Now lift your right ankle over your left knee, taking Parjva Utkatasana, half Utkatasana. Move your hips back, and with your hands on your hips, you can encourage your pelvis to tilt forward. If it were a bowl of water, you'd be spilling the water forward. Reach your heart forward and start to bring your chest closer to your right shin. Now you can have your hands on your hips or you can slide your hands down to your knee and the sole of your foot. If your palm and the sole of your foot are touching, press them into each other. Light up the pose from the inside out. You can stay here or if you want a little bit more sensation, make sure your standing knee is bent and bring your hands down to a block or to the floor. Find healthy sensation for your body. You can always back off a little bit. And if you're looking for more sensation, you get there by bringing your chest a little bit closer to your shin bone. Feel that your hips are level. On this side, the right hip commonly drops down, so you might need to lift the right hip a smidge. To come out of the pose, you're going to reverse direction. So bring your hands onto your hips, ground your left foot, and start to lift your chest. And then release your right foot to the mat. And we'll switch sides. Feet hip width, soften both knees, lift your left heel, feel your right leg stabilize. Flex your left foot completely. Now your foot has left the floor. And place your left ankle over your right knee. From here, tilt your pelvis forward, widen your sit bones behind you, sit lower. So this is a variation of chair pose. Same principles apply, move the weight into your standing heel and keep your chest bright as if it's kind of lifting forward. Maybe your hands come onto your knee and your foot, press your foot and your hand together. And maybe your hands come down to a block or the floor. On this side, your left hip might have dropped, so just lift the left hip a little bit. Keep your standing knee really bent. Imagine that you can breathe into your hips, wash your breath over the area of your body that has the most sensation. Start to reverse, ground into your standing foot, lift your chest, and release your left foot to the mat. We'll come back to the flow. Inhale, breathe both hands overhead, Urdhva Hastasana. Exhale, hinge at your hips, come all the way down, Uttanasana. Inhale, halfway lift, Ardha Uttanasana. And directly back to downward facing dog, plant your hands, step your feet back. Ground your hands. Inhale, slowly lift your left leg up behind you, spread your toes. Left knee to left armpit as you exhale, shoulders shift over your wrists. Inhale, stretch your left leg up and back. Exhale, step through, place your left foot in the center between your hands. Spin your back heel down for warrior two base. Before you come up, put the block inside of your left ankle on the highest height. Inhale, open up warrior two. Inhale, reverse warrior. Exhale, extended side angle, bring your left hand to the block. Bring your right hand onto your hip for now. 
and then you're going to do a funny placement of your hand on the block. You're going to spin your fingers towards your calf and then backwards so the eye of your elbow is pointing to the front of your mat. It's the same wrist stretch that we did in tabletop in the beginning of the practice. Now ground your palm into the block. The block could be at any height. Press your left elbow back into your inner knee. You want to make sure your arm and your elbow are connected, so you might need to adjust the placement of the block, or you might need to bend your knee to 90 degrees if it isn't already there. Once this foundation is set up, extend your right hand up to the sky. Turn your right palm back and take a half bind so that your right hand comes near the left hip. Some of you might get your fingertips around your left thigh area. Roll the right side of your chest back. Keep grounding your left palm into the block. So we have a lot going on in the shoulders, the arms, and the wrists here. And this is how we start to stimulate the heart meridian line, the branch that runs through the shoulders, down the arms, and into the fingers. It might feel awkward or unfamiliar at first, but typically when we release these types of positions, we feel a sense of well-being in all of these joints and like our energy can move really freely within the body. We'll start to unwind this side. Start by unwinding your right hand, reach it back up to the sky. And then spin your left hand back to the normal direction and grab your block. You're going to hold on to your block and lift up to warrior two. Then straighten your left knee and move the block and set it over towards the back of your mat because you're going to need it after a pose or two here on that side of the mat. Turn your left toes towards the long side of your mat, and we'll take another wide leg forward fold. This time reach your hand out to the side, turn your palms forward, inhale, bright chest. Exhale, hinge at your hips, forward fold. Take your hands and grab your outer legs, ankles, or perhaps your fingers go underneath your feet for this variation of Prasarita Padottanasana. Pull up on your feet or your legs to slide your chest downwards. Feel the calming nature of a forward fold. And even though you're calm and relaxed, your legs are still strong, steady, and working. Deep breathing. Inhale, come to a halfway lift. Exhale, turn over your right shoulder. You're in a lunge facing the back of your mat. Set your feet up for warrior two. Put the block inside of your right ankle. Inhale, open up to warrior two. Deepen your lunge so that your right knee is at a 90 degree angle. Inhale, reverse warrior. Exhale, extended side angle, right hand to the block. Put your left hand on your hip for now. Turn your right fingertips towards your calf and then further back so that the eye of your elbow is now facing the back of your mat. Push your hand into the block and that should brighten up your chest. Now extend your left fingers to the sky. Turn your left palm back and take your left hand into a half bind where the back of your hand is pressing into your right hip or your fingers are wrapped around your right thigh. Roll the left side of your chest back. Your gaze will naturally want to roll up for this position. 
And that's a great way to strengthen the neck and to feel kind of the complete rotation of the spine that can happen here. If for any reason your neck feels strained when you're looking up, go ahead and turn your gaze straight towards the side so your head is neutral. And if you sense that you need to ground or calm your nervous system, you can turn your gaze down towards your right foot. Keep the opening through your chest. Roll left shoulder back. To release, first unwind your left hand. Then spin your hand around so that you can hold onto the block properly. Inhale, warrior two. Carefully cartwheel your hands to the mat as you exhale. Move the block out of your way and frame your right foot with your palms in a lunge. Go back to plank pose, right foot back. Set your knees down, look forward, knees, chest, and chin to lower. Inhale, cobra pose. And long exhale carries you through that tuck-toed child's pose and then sit bones lift high into down dog. Couple of deep breaths in downward facing dog. Downward facing dog, lead with your left leg. Inhale, lift your left leg up. Left knee to left armpit as you exhale. Inhale, back to three leg dog. Exhale, step through, put your foot in the center between your thumbs. Spin your back heel down, come up into warrior two. From warrior two, straighten your left knee and we're gonna go into triangle pose so you can keep your feet as wide as they are or move your back foot in one inch. First up, reverse triangle with a half bind. Inhale, lift your left hand up, reverse the triangle and take your right forearm to your low back so that you can use your forearm to draw your booty down as you lift and lengthen through your left side. Now you'll slowly approach triangle, pull your left hip crease underneath you, reach out through your left hand, turn your palm up towards the sky, and if your right fingertips can get in your left hip crease, press your hip crease back like you're karate chopping your pinky finger back into the hip crease. Release your left hand down to your shin or the block for a half-bound Uttita Trikonasana. Roll the right side of your chest back. Options here. You can stay in this variation with the half bind and you can do neck release where you drop left ear towards left shoulder. This is gonna be the more lunar option for the hold. The other option requires more abdominal tone and more leg tone. If you're doing this option, you're gonna look straight forward so your head is at neutral and bring your left hand to your heart. So you'll hold everything steady, feel your legs tone, your feet push into the mat, Take a breath in the variation that you're in. Now if you aren't already, turn your gaze to look down. Bring your hands down to the mat so you're pivoting to a lunge with your hands on either side of your left foot. Then you're going to go into skandhasana, so you'll shift over your right shoulder, turn your toes out a little bit, lunge into your right knee. Move slowly from side to side, so inhale through the center, lunge over into your left knee and through the center, lunge into your right knee. And then turn over your right shoulder so you're taking a lunge facing the short side of your mat, right foot forward, and we'll set everything up on the other side. Spin your back heel down for warrior two base. Inhale, come up to warrior two. 
and straighten through your right knee. Option to bring your back foot in one inch, stand tall. Reverse triangle, bring your left forearm behind your back. Inhale, lift your gaze as you arc your right hand up. Drop the booty flesh down by pressing it down with your forearm. Feel your tailbone lengthen down. Slow approach to triangle with the half bind. Pull your right hip crease under. If you can get your left pinky finger in the hip crease, then pull back on the hip crease. That will enhance the lengthening through your right side. Reach out through your right hand, palm up towards the sky, and then release your right hand down to your shin. Half bound, Ardha Baddha, Uttita Trikonasana. Roll the left side of your chest back. Choose. If you're going to do neck release, which is right ear towards right shoulder, you still feel the opening of the left side of your chest. And then option to take the more solar version, the more strengthening and active version, right hand over your heart. If you're taking the hand over your heart, really press your feet into the mat. Make sure that your right knee is not hyperextended, that you've got a little micro bend there. Breathe in your variation, neck releases. See if you can let go a little bit more. And then all variations, look down, bring your right hand to your shin if it isn't. And you're gonna unwind your bound arm, turn to a lunge at the top of your mat. Ground your palms, go back to plank, right foot back. Set your knees down, look forward, knees, chest and chin. Inhale, cobra pose. On your exhale, reverse knees, chest, and chin. Tuck the toes, sit bones, push back, and lift your hips high, downward facing dog. Take a breath here in down dog. Open mouth, exhale. Now bring your big toes to touch. Inhale, slowly raise your right leg up behind you, three-leg dog. For pigeon pose, bring your right knee to your right wrist. Ease your hips down. A trick to get a little lower to the mat could be to lift your back knee, move everything back, set it down. And of course, if there's a gap between your right hip and the floor, you can wedge a blanket or a sweatshirt underneath your hip to get some support. From here, come into Sleeping Pigeon. Walk your hands forward. Maybe you drop down to your elbows. Maybe you stack your hands and rest your forehead on your hands. Take a few deep breaths here in Pigeon and see if you can soften more. Surrender to the effects of gravity. And find more ease than effort here. Now we'll take a variation. We don't have to change very much to do this. With a deeper breath in, start to climb up onto your hands. And then for a twist, you're gonna put your right elbow either in the center of the mat or a little bit to the left side of the mat. And you can fold over that left corner of the mat to get extra padding underneath your elbow. Then bring your palms to touch, prayer position, push your right elbow down into the mat, roll the left side of your chest back, and twist to the left. The trick is keeping your hips balanced and level. So imagine that there's a little bit of weight on your left hip 
and then you're turning the spine from about the belly button upwards. Breathe here in this open twist. Extend through the crown of your head. Feel the spine nice and long. To release, look down and bring your hands down. Climb up to your hands. We're going back to a three-leg dog. Curl your back toes under and sweep your right leg up behind you. Now, if your low back is sensitive, I recommend going right into down dog. You could do a few pedals there. And if your low back enjoys hip opening, you could bend the right knee in three-leg dog and peel the right hip open on top of the left. If wild thing is in your practice, you can carefully drop over into wild thing. Tone your belly if you're in wild thing or open hip down dog. And everybody come into down dog if you aren't. Down dogs bring your big toes to touch. Inhale, lift your left leg. And pull left knee to left wrist. Start to set up for your pigeon pose on this side. Lift the back knee, move everything back, set it down. You can make any small adjustments with your front foot and then ease down into a sleeping pigeon. Find your breath. And your breath expands and contracts your lungs. And by way of the cells in your bloodstream, all of the cells in your body get to respirate. So even though the breath doesn't move in the rest of your body like it does in your lungs, it still moves. You can feel a little bit of expansion through your skin when you inhale and a soft contracting on your exhale. Allow for your breath to be even and long. For the variation, you'll step up to your hands, put your left elbow in the middle of the mat or to the right side of the mat. You can double fold the right corner down for padding. Bring your palms to touch and push your left elbow down. Start to roll the right side of your chest open. Extend through the crown of your head. Keep your right hip heavy as you turn the vertebra that's parallel to your belly button and then work upwards through each vertebra all the way to your atlas. Then look down and step up into your hands. Slowly transition to your down dog, the three-leg dog into down dog or three-leg dog into a little bit of hip opening. Maybe you carefully drop back into wild thing. Breathe in wild thing. And start to take it back to down dog if you aren't there. Last big breath in downward facing dog. And from down dog, drop down to your knees. Take an easy child's pose. And then we'll transition to laying on the back. So slowly sit up and swing your legs around. Lay down on your back and bend your knees. Put your feet on the mat in preparation for bridge pose. 
brush your middle fingers next to your heels and you can have your feet hip width or a more generous hip width, meaning you're going with your outer hips instead of the center of your hips. Ground your feet, start to lift your hips, interlace your hands underneath your back. Wrap each of your shoulder blades underneath you so that your chest brightens a lot. Ground your hands down. And from here on the inhale breath, you're gonna soften and lower your hips about halfway. And on your exhale, lift your hips back up, stretch the front body. Do this three more times. Inhale, lower your hips halfway. Exhale, ground your heels and elevate your hips. Inhale, lower. Exhale, lift, reach your knees forward. One more time, inhale, lower. Exhale, lift higher than before, stretch the front body further. This time, lower slowly all the way. Release the clasp of your hands so that your sacrum can land. Take constructive rest. Bring your feet a little bit wider and let your knees fall to touch. Bring your left hand on your heart, your right hand on your low belly. You can let your gaze soften, maybe your eyes close completely. And notice the sensations in your body, the imprint of bridge pose, and the imprint of all of the postures that you've practiced today. For your final resting position, you can stay exactly where you are. You could lengthen your legs down on the mat, more like a Shavasana. Or you could take Supta Baddha Konasana, soles of your feet together, knees butterfly open. I'm going to ask that you do keep your hands in the self-recharge position, left hand on heart, right hand on lower belly. As a caregiver, you're often giving away your energy through your hands. Parents know this especially, but also artists give their energy away through their hands and what they build, what they draw. Healers, of course. And our hands are the most conductive parts of our body in addition to the feet. So if we bring our hands onto something or someone that is weaker than us, our energy will drain into them. And if we put our hands on something that is stronger or more charged than us, we'll be able to take in energy. And this is why we see a benefit from walking in bare feet on cool, wet grass. The grass recharges us. Or why if we place our hand on a big boulder, we feel steadier because that rock in the earth is feeding us new energy. For now, as you rest at the end of this practice, this gesture is literally allowing you to charge yourself, to run your own electricity back through your body. And this is so important when we're in caregiving roles that we take time for ourselves, for our practice. 
When we become depleted, our offerings to others become less potent. So now is your time to charge so that you can show up more fully for others in the future. I'm going to close the audio recording now and you can stay as long as you like. In fact, I encourage you to stay for many minutes if you have them. I'll leave you with this blessing that I've learned from one of my teachers, Laura. May your practice be of benefit to you and by way of you May it be of benefit, especially to others.